exciting episode of The Spicy Life. I am your relationship expert and magnetic matchmaker, Spicy Mari. And on today's episode of The Spicy Life, I have a phenomenal guest in the G-spot for you. That is guest spotlight. I have the amazing and beautiful Tiffany Phillips. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany is a highly accomplished, multi-hyphenated actress, producer, comedian, content creator, and host of the hot new podcast, Self Deprecated, that finds the funny in life's most deprecating moments while cultivating joy, laughter, and inspiration. Her critically acclaimed one-woman tour de force, I never met a jerk I didn't like, an unbashed referendum on dating in the 21st century where Tiffany played 10 different characters, both men and women, takes you on a hilarious roller coaster ride through the minefield of love and self-realization. Okay, woe to that play that I saw. It was freaking phenomenal. Um, I've been trying to get you on the podcast since like 2020. Um, <laughs> you know, when the whole world shut down, maybe? Yes. Maybe, that, maybe that was the issue getting me on. <laughs> Yeah, the world was coming to an end. Okay, no biggie. Uh, But I've been wanting to do an episode on jerks, right? Why we attract assholes. So finally, I get you on this episode um, where I get to give five reasons that we attract jerks. And I had to have you on it because you are an expert at attracting jerks. (laughs) I knew that was coming because, you know, you're so good at that. So let's talk to you about it. Talk about your love for the asshole. <laughs> and Mike is popping oh around right now. Let me lift it up. Um, but well, I'm happy to be here. By the way, excited I'm to have you. So excited to be on. And uh, we remember years ago we did when you were at um, oh my god Maria Menounos. Oh, at um, host. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did that, but that was years ago. That was right when I was. I haven't done the show in almost ten years. But it oh still gosh. keeps popping back. People it are like, was so it. good. And I love how you went through different renditions of like different boyfriend experiences, but all of them ended up the same, right? So I feel like a lot of women can relate to being attracted to the asshole, the bad boy. Yeah. And so before we get started on the topic, I always have my guests get warmed up with oh. SPICY. So oh. <laughs> you're going to answer my spicy question. This is my spice breaker. Tell me about the time when you fell in love with yourself. What was that aha moment? When did you realize, you know what? I have a deep love for me. Well, I'll say like 2018, 2019 were rough years for me. I lost my mother to cancer and then my father passed six months later. Mm. And the grief was just unbearable, but somehow I was able to pull through it and still find a way to cultivate joy like I do on my podcast. And I was surprised at the strength I had, I did not know I could be that strong because I was very close with my parents. Yeah. And it was then, I mean, I've, I've had forms of love for myself throughout my life, but Mm -hmm. then I really said, wow, I love you. You, Yeah. You're you're getting through this. You're doing this. Oh, wow. And I'm I'm proud of you. So that, that was a big moment for me. That's strength on another level right there. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I see you queen. (laughs) I see you. See you too. So proud and excited for you. Um, And we're going to hop right into this episode. Um, I know you're important and you are crunched for time. So I'm gonna make sure I get you out on time. Okay. (laughs) All good. We got to give, we got to give everybody these spicy tips first. So I want you to begin by telling us your definition or of jerk or asshole, right? Because everybody has their own definition based on their experience. What is your experience? How do you define that? Well, it's interesting because 
I've dated plenty good guys and I would say I'm out of my jerk phase at this time. But one thing Amen. that most jerks have in common is this cockiness. It is, they exude self-confidence because they feel like they can get away with anything. They, yep. It's almost a sense of entitlement and mm -hmm. a detachment. They're detached. Very good. Which makes us as women intrigued. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's that cocky confidence, even though deep down you're like, oh, I hate you. I don't, I don't want to like you, but I'm attracted to you. Right. But I don't know. I know you're not good for me. <laughs> so yeah, it's that overflowing sense of self that they have, even if it's coming from a, a place of narcissism. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Time. Okay. You hit it on the money. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more with how you're defining it. I think that millions and billions and cabillions um, of women out there would agree with your definition. Um, when we speak to jerks though, what oftentimes happens though, is we stay in relationships longer than we should, hoping you know for all of these different outcomes. And so I wanna speak to you a little bit about these five things or reasons why we are attracted to them, okay? So I'm gonna break down the reasons and you're gonna join in and chime in and talk to me about your personal experience with this. But um, you know, I love to give my stats on the show. You guys always know I have a study, um, <laughs> study show that 64% of uh, Americans are in happy relationships, right? 64%, that's actually pretty good with the divorce rate being as high as it is. But however, that also means that 36% are in unhappy relationships, which means that 36% are staying with people who they actually don't really care for or like, um, or their circumstances that have made it a tumultuous relationship. So um, I want to see if we can help people out by explaining to them the psychology or the behaviors of what's going on with why we're staying in these types of relationships, right? So that if you are in that 36 percentile, I can get you over um, into the better portion and we can change that number around. <laughs> Um, yes, you can. Yes, I can. So we're going to start with um, number one. Uh, would you agree with this, that um, women are attracted to the concept when they're going through a certain phase in their life of just having hookups? Okay, no strings attached. Have you been through a no strings attached phase? Well, it's so funny because I've been a serial monogamous most of my life and I've been in relationship after relationship and I've never even had a one night stand. Like, that's the kind of girl that I am. Yeah. But there was one year after I was in this four year relationship where I was fully, uh, that was my lockdown. That was my pandemic where it, it, was, it was kind of almost suffocating. Mm. So when I got out, I, I might have gone through a little bit of a home phase. You know? Okay. But, but did, I call it my year of to me, my, my slut may be different than other people's. You define your slut. Sense. What does your slut entail? Well, you know, I wasn't bringing home randoms or anything okay. like that. I would, I would be seeing multiple men at the same time and might even be sexually active with a couple safely, of course. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I like this disclaimer that <laughs> we use protection. Yeah, just, just so you know, <laughs> um, I was juggling and I would go from one guy and, and brunch with one guy and then to another guy and then another guy. And I got names mixed up and I realized this is too much work. This is, <laughs> this is too much work. I, I, my year of the slut is over. Yeah. Like my whole face is, really is hard. <laughs> okay. How <Hoenn> is hard. <laughs> I keep up with all y'all. I, and then it was 
distracting from my work, my career. It was just men. No, 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 no. So, so yeah, I, I did go through my, my phase. I feel like we all have, um, and ladies, if you haven't, don't force it. Okay. I did an episode last uh, week on the whole phase and it is not necessary if it is not in your spirit or your call, you're calling to experience it. Okay. Um, but when it comes to the no strings attached, oftentimes what studies show is that when we are able to have casual sex like that, it's usually because there's a sexual desire or attraction there. So usually when we're comfortable with um, having hookups or situationships, no strings attached, um, I'm gonna have to fix this mic. (laughs) It oftentimes is because um, there's a, a primal desire for us to be physically involved with someone who we are physically attracted to. So we cared less about their character at the time, more about the sexual attraction. And when that sexual attraction happens, we're less picky about the other things that we need because we just want to get our rocks off. Mm. So um, we're looking more at like, at this point, um, chiseled jawline, chiseled abs, right? Physical attraction. um, I'm always looking at that. (laughs) Yeah, but the problem with that is that we're like discrediting the character things that are so important, right? And y'all, I've been, I've taken you through my pizza a multiple, you know, multiples of times, a multitude of times, but um, so that you guys understand, like when it comes to the character of someone that really is what creates longevity in the relationship. So um, we're going to go from no strings attached to the next point, because I need you guys to understand um, why we love jerks, Okay. The next point is the cat and mouse game, the chase. Have you ever chased a mantiff? (laughs) Well, yes, yes. And it's so funny because I had good guys Mm -hmm. chasing me. Mm. And who did I want? I wanted the one that wasn't paying any attention to me. Of course. He gave me little, here you go, here you go, just a little taste. Right. (laughs) I wanted another taste. And the fact that, he had me all twisted mm. was like intriguing. And we all like a challenge. It's human yep. nature. And those other guys, it was great. They were wonderful, but it was easy. I wanted the hard thing. It's as if I wanted this person because I needed to prove myself. I, it was almost as if, okay, if I get him, am, am I even going to want him anymore? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or because then the challenge is over. Okay, I got him. Now I'm bored. <laughs> you know? So what Tiffany is hitting on you guys is the the, the, the desire. Chase, chase creates a sense of tension, right? This tension leads to intense feelings of um, emotions that you have to conquer. And if you conquer this person, therefore it increases your sense of what you believe to be your self-worth. Now I am, I've conquered this hard to catch person. Now I am worthy and I'm desirable as I yep. would like to see myself. And because you see that person as desirable, what happens is you think that if you can catch the desirable person, it now therefore makes you this hot desirable person as well. Um, this is a falsehood. Uh, because usually the person who's really good at cat and mouse doesn't allow themselves to get caught. Yep. So we stay in this like roller coaster ride of emotions with the bad boy who we think is going to, you know, give us this confidence boost when we get him. But all the while, we're never getting that confidence boost. We're not really getting our fix. He may pretend for a little bit like he's given us a little, you know, bit of cheese. But at the end of the day, he's not really serving us in a way that is healthy to build a relationship. And we're lactose intolerant. And that part. (laughs) All 
also spicy. Um, spicy Mari. I like to I like to call you spicy. Everybody calls I, me spicy. I, it's I like, okay. <laughs> I just gonna stick. Yeah, I know you know, but spicy is what I like to call you because you are spicy. Thank you, babe. Uh, I, I think something else comes into play where we we feel like we can change them. Like mm. you know, I'm gonna make him a good guy. I'm gonna be the one who comes in and changes him. And then that's another challenge that we're look. I look. I turned him into a good guy. I made him commit to me. See, see. It's, it's all human nature, it's things that we do. Tiffany, you're hitting it on the money because this next point was Wonder Woman, right? Us thinking that we can save a hoe. Us being, <laughs> us being Captain America over here, trying to swoop in and thinking that we can create this perfect person for us and accept them for all their flaws and all. Meanwhile, they're not able to step up to the table and so we developed this like, well, I see myself as a loyal person, or I see myself as someone who um, is always giving of myself, or I see myself as someone who um, is, is uh, I'm, a, I'm a transformer. Okay, that is what you're telling yourself in order to make this relationship continue on. And you feel like you have to prove something to yourself or prove something to him, prove something to the world. And if you don't prove it, therefore you're a failure and you can't see yourself as having failed. So you yeah. keep going on and on trying to change this person, pouring into them when they're not pouring into you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Girl, you hit that yes. on the money. Because um, the unfortunate part about this is that you can't change anyone who doesn't want to change themselves. Exactly. That part. So we get caught in this roller coaster ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like to win. I don't like losing. Okay? That's how I feel too. Now I know where to, now I've learned over years, of course, and in my, you know, coaching and studies and in my own personal experience, like where I'm going to bet my money on. But like when it comes to, you know, my past, I, I used to be the person who was like flying in trying to save someone, especially when they had bad boy signs. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I know what I'm capable of. I can fix anything. I'm successful at anything that I do. Therefore, I should be successful at changing this person. And that, that skill set doesn't always transfer over. <laughs> Everybody has free will. Everybody has free Thank will. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Next point is the passion, the fire and desire that um, you get from jerks, right? Like the way that you described it earlier was like this lack of consistency. You never know. Um, you know, where they really stand with you. Well, not knowing where someone stands and there being this mysterious element to it, not knowing if he's going to show up, not knowing if he's going to call him being unreliable (laughs) um, and demonstrating toxic behavior. We get caught in this web of like, Ooh, but I still want you because I can't have you. Have you ever felt the passion and fire desire um, from the jerks? Because they also know how to lay it down. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I remember there would be times where I would get a text from the guy that I wasn't really all that into, you know, the nice guy, the good mm. guy who would text you, Hey, beautiful yep. in the morning. But really, and then you get the phone, you'd be like, Oh, damn, like, it's not the guy that I'm not really the one. Yes. It, 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 it's just this, the show came about because I was talking to my mom about it. Mm-hmm. God rest her soul. My mom named my show. And so I was venting about one of these guys, this, this Spaniard that I was dating. I, I mean, I, the United Colors of Benetton. I've dated them all. Like if you yes. look at all the different guys that I've dated, you know, <laughs> oh, she has an appetite. But anyway, so I was telling her about it. And she said, honey, you need to write a book. And you need to call it, I Never Met a Jerk I Didn't Like. Mm. <laughs> and that ended up becoming my play. 
But I feel like a lot of it stems from our own self-esteem. Yep. I talk about that in my play. Why am I into the guy that's not all the way into me? Yep. Why am I going after him when there are perfectly good men? They're good looking. They're all these things. It's as if them being good to me and kind to me and doing all the right things was a turnoff. Mm. Like, I need you to act more like a douchebag and, and then, then I'm going to be into you. Right. So I had to go within and figure out what is it, what's going on with me that I'm into that. And so that's where the transformation happens mm. in the play. And I think that we as women all have to look at that. If you are into the bad boy, you are going after, you're all about the guy that's just giving you little crumbs and mm. all, you need to go within and go, okay, why, why do I want this person? Yeah. Yes, Tiffany is preaching to you guys right now and she knows this because she wrote an entire play on it where she yeah. performed it herself and you took us through different skits right how did you come up with um the different characters that you demonstrated it was based on your actual true life and who you were in those moments with those men yes the characters were the some of the men <laughs> <laughs> in my life. There were a couple that I made up, and of course I exaggerated for comedy, but uh, yeah, it was pretty much loosely based on my experiences. And I don't just, I didn't just talk about the men that I've dated, but jerks in my life, like bullies from school. Mm. Hey, I've been a jerk. I've been a jerk too. So it's, it's one of those things where I, I, it was cathartic for me yeah. to make fun of the situation. And some of them even came to the show. <laughs> Oh, was I this one? And I'm like, yeah, you might have been. Isn't it funny? Like, I still talk to, still cool with they a couple of them. They see themselves in it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Did that sound like you? I don't know. Well, he did have an, an accent. Oh, well, then I think that was probably you. Right. <laughs> as a former jerk and um, as a reformed jerk myself, um, have you ever done the, oh, now I know what it feels like to be hurt. Let me call the people who I hurt and make amends and apologize uh, because now I've experienced this from a guy, right? So like you call them up and <laughs> you're like, I just want to tell you, I'm so sorry that I hurt you that one time. Have you ever done that? I've never reached out and apologized. Ooh. I uh, apologized after it happened in that moment because mm. I kind of felt like a shitty person okay. doing that to somebody. But it was interesting because I was dating one guy and uh, I used to date his friend and... <laughs> This is when I was going through my whole phase. And I remember one night he came over and he's like, you know, I think it was one of those, okay, I started taking my clothes. Are we ready? And he's like, oh, well, I just thought we'd sit down and talk a little bit. I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm always such a guy. And he says, well, I'd want a relationship with you if you were open to it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not open to it. You ready to have sex? Okay, so then that happened. So when, when his friend who was the player kind of jerky type that I was into, ended up playing me he goes I'm not kidding you how does it feel Ooh. how does it feel like take that not kidding not <laughs> even joking and then I thought were y'all in on this together did you plan this what <laughs> okay. oh my gosh I'll never forget that you know they got movies based off of that where like okay. you know dates you to to get you back for his friend I've, yes. I've seen that scenario play out which is super shady but he probably let it happen because he knew like oh you passed up on me okay fine mm -hmm. you're gonna have yours coming because he's definitely not going to treat you and, the way you deserve and that is that who that person is mm -hmm. no no judgment that's just who he is he's just not the dude that is going to commit isn't into relationship like that he's the the 
lifelong bachelor kind of person. And of course I'm thinking, yeah, no, I'm so special and amazing that he <laughs> is going to change his ways. He's going to realize. Didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Nope. But you're touching on the next point though, right? When it comes to um, good versus like the bad boy, um, oftentimes in our adolescence or in our youth, we go after the bad boy and then the good guy um, is left on the market. But then what happens is the generation or the group that is ready for real committed relationships acknowledges and realizes that they want the good guy, the man who um, is the superior man, the man who has a higher level of consciousness, the successful, the attractive, treats you well, and um, he gets snatched up. While we're in our hoe phase or we're out here trying to figure things out, the good guy gets snatched up from the women who are actually really ready. And then when we finally decide that we are done with bad boys, we're ready for the good ones, sometimes the pickings are a little bit more slim, okay? And the reason why I say this is not a limiting belief is because this is actual data. Um, even if we were to talk about um, the different um, attachment styles, right? Secure attachments get picked off the market the quickest, which leaves us um, with the insecure um, or the anxious attachment styles, um, should I say, um, or the avoidant. And so- I love that you're talking about this. I was no. <laughs> talking about this with a friend the other day. I think I'm a fearful avoidant. I think I might be- You're a fearful avoidant? Okay. I, I think a little bit, yeah. See, but you, you tell, you tell me that you this. want a relationship, but then you avoid the people who actually want relationships. So when you leave those men on the market, they're getting snatched up by the women who do. And then you circle back and you're like, okay, I'm ready. And a lot of these men have been like plucked. But then a new- batch of men will come in <laughs> that relationships part and that no, part single again i feel like there's always going to be someone for you if you look for them. that part i have not been actively looking uh which we talked about in on my podcast Correct. but yeah i i just deciphered i didn't take the test but i'm just guessing i might be <laughs> i need you to take the test more than likely you I are but i need you to i need you to take the test and read the book if you can um, but I will, what you are saying right now, I love is actually, um, an abundance mindset, right? So like yeah. what you just hit on was the fact that like a new wave of men will come or a new set of men will be put on the market. What she's talking about is when we do release someone who maybe was a good guy, we let them go because maybe they didn't have us. I like what Tiffany is saying. And I really do want you guys to get in this mindset because it is the healthy mindset of that's okay. I may have missed out on that one, but my next one is coming. That next person is coming. However, I need you guys to put yourselves out there and date to meet them. You can't say my next one is coming. I gave up a good guy because I love the bad boy. Now I've learned my lesson. I'm ready to settle down, but I'm not going to do anything to meet the good guy. I need you guys <laughs> to do things. Yes. Tiffany, you are guilty, guilty, guilty of like taking yourself off the market and saying, I'm just going to throw myself into my work versus actually engaging and interacting, putting yourself in social settings, or even like approaching men who you're interested in and really developing, you know, some, some bonding time with them, some quality time, giving them a chance. Um, well, in my defense, it hasn't been very <laughs> social lately. Very good. Uh, very good. You know, <laughs> But, but it's funny because it's things are opening up again. And I'm like, I'm so good at home. This is great. I don't, no, I don't have to do my no, hair. No. Man, this is fantastic. Mm -mm. Those are excuses. I and know. We're not going to let anyone's social anxiety stop them from finding love. We need to break out of this like 
um, comfortable, complacent, you know, environment. We've been trapped there too long for this past year. Yeah. We're now using COVID and quarantining as an excuse to not have to interact. And there is some anxiety around like getting back out there. What if I fail? Like now actually like can meet people again, right? You've been using your isolation as an excuse to not have to put yourself out there. Cause if you put yourself out there, oh my God, what if I'm rejected? And if I'm rejected, that means I'm going to feel the hurt that I felt with my last, you know, relationship or the guy who, you know, ghost me. No, 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 no. We're not going to have those conversations with ourselves. We're going to have the positive right conversations. Now. Reaching as you're saying this, I'm like, she might be talking about me a little bit. Like, we're just not, just not like that's she's talking about everybody else. Yeah, we're gonna have the positive conversations with ourselves. Yeah, and I'm a social person, I've always been a social person, hasn't been you know that. Yeah, you are a social butterfly, but for like me, yeah, but this pandemic has kind of made me a bit of a, I'm sure a lot of people, a bit of a homebody, and yeah. I got a little too comfortable being at home, but there's this quote, this joke about, well, if you want to find Mr. Right, you're not going to find him sitting at home. What's he going to do? Have to break into your house or something? Right. I saw that meme. It's freaking (laughs) hilarious. And people sent it to me. I'm like, shut up, shut up. But could you imagine the guy breaks into your house? And you're like, oh, you're actually kind of cute. What's your name? And I'll take whatever you want. Here's my heart. And I was just like, (laughs) if he looks like Prison Bay, okay. Like, oh, hi. (laughs) Rob me any day. (laughs) But I don't want you ladies to have to go through that extreme. And I don't want the good guys, right, to feel like they have to be bad boys to get us. What I would like is for us to have some great awakenings and understanding through this episode that if we do make mistakes or we do make bad choices in our relationships, I want us to understand the why. And then I want us to learn from that and then talk about what we're going to do differently moving forward. So let me give you one last bonus um, spicy tip or on why we love jerks. The last one is that it's familial to us. And when I say that, we oftentimes overlook the fact that we grew up maybe um, with a father that was there and he may have been emotionally unavailable or have been a jerk and we're comfortable and have learned how to function in a toxic or in a dysfunctional environment. We've learned how to function and thrive with these type of men. Or maybe you're like me and you grew up in a single parent household um, where you learned how to um, function without the presence of a man who's actually there and his energy is powerful and he gives you the love that you deserve. You learn how to function without that. And so because of that, you get in a relationship with men who affirm your belief that you don't need it. So they don't give it to you. Um, you you've grown, grown comfortable with men who are emotionally unavailable to you and you love these you love these jerks these men who don't worship you you have to reprogram and train yourself to love to be worshiped again you have to and if you never had it what that looks like right what being worshiped looks like and i use worship as like an extreme tiff because i went through my phase of like dating the jerks and um comparing it to the good guys And what I realized is I thrive better. I excel at my work when I'm with a good guy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm healthier. I'm more uplifted. I'm more fulfilled. And while the jerks are fun, I knew I couldn't marry or settle down with one because jerks aren't husband material. It's the good guys that are husband material. And you really have to make a choice. Do I, do I want in this moment to spend the rest of my life experiencing crazy passion or do I want to experience crazy security and I create the passion? 
right? Mm. If you're spicy enough and you get my spicy tips, you can create passion. What you can't create is loyalty, honesty, <laughs> and um, communication and, yes. you know, uh, a good person. You can't change a person's character. You can only teach them things and hope that they will learn. But passion is one of those things that you can create because it's an illusion. Passion, passion is an illusion of how you make someone feel. Mm, so we can yes. ignite that. Um, but have you ever um, experienced or why have you experienced a jerk from a familiar standpoint? Is that, that, does that ring true to you that oh, daddy was there or daddy wasn't? Which one was it? Well, I kind of have a combination of both. My mm. parents divorced when I was three years old. So I was raised in a single parent household and mm -hmm. I didn't really have a good example of what a healthy, happy, loving relationship looks like. Now, my mother, beautiful woman, um, she had, you know, boyfriends here and there, and she was really careful about that, bringing them around, you know, her kids, yeah. but I just didn't really see what a happy, healthy relationship, what, what is a good example of that? And my dad, even though he didn't raise me, he was a wonderful dad, but oh, beautiful wonderful dad and always spoke life into me but I do remember at three years old I just I don't know how I even remember this distinctly seeing him leaving with his military outfit and his suitcase and I was just bawling at the mm. door I remember this and I feel that implanted something in me yeah like abandonment gonna leave abandonment yep. yep and even though I was so tiny but that's the age those are that's a crucial time in your life where the seeds are planted formative years beliefs, yep start forming and so there was something formed there and so I put this protective shield over myself where it's almost as if I was seeking out the emotionally unavailable men yep you know whether they were in another state or they didn't really want a commitment and all that it was good for me and comfortable for me because deep down I was emotionally unavailable. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't ready yep. for intimacy. There was a lot of fear there. So absolutely that does resonate with me. And I feel like I've grown. There's been a lot of inner work I've had to do. And I feel like now I'm ready, like truly ready. And then nah, I guess effort might be, <laughs> might need to effort is effort important. In. Effort is but important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a little breaky break from today's episode so that I can share a super exciting announcement that I am ready to make. I know a lot of you guys are tired of being alone or maybe you even feel like you're on a merry-go-round attracting the same toxic men or women relationships period over and over and over. And maybe you're even having trouble making the first connection with someone. If meeting a passionate and powerful man or lover feels daunting for you, then chances are the spicy life can help, okay? I'm offering the spicy e-course, Your Purpose Mate Awaits. That's the name of it. And it not only educates you on how to connect more effectively, but provides you with the tools to date and form relationships with success. The Spicy Life e-course is a six-week online curriculum with weekly live virtual classroom sessions. And the e-course is based on my spicy fundamentals, S-P-I-C-Y, which stand for self, passion, intimacy, communication, and learning to say yes. So it's the psychology and emotions that influence human behavior. These are the key concepts reviewed in this course that we're going to go over. And in order to become more magnetic, you will learn how to conquer your fears, eliminate insecurities, and shift limiting beliefs around love and relationships. So if you're ready to unlock the power of your passion to attract your purpose mate this is the class for you go to the spicylife.com backslash ecourse and sign up now 
classes coming up within the next couple of weeks. I want to make sure you get a spot. I'm running a special right now where you get 500 off of the price. So you want to take advantage of it. And because you're my listener, the offer code is get spicy 500. Okay. You're going to use that offer code. Once again, get spicy 500 at the spicylife.com backslash e-course and get 500 off of the $2,000 price. So right now, 1500 for the six week course. Okay. You don't want to miss this special because it is going to go back to regular price, but for you, I'm offering this get spicy 500. Okay. I'm looking forward to helping you unlock the power of your passion, sit in your masculine or feminine energy, find out which one works more for you and even find out if you belong with maybe an alpha or beta, we will get, we will unpack all of this and get to the bottom of what your purpose may looks like, what they feel like, what they smell like, where they're at. But first you got to make the first step and go to the spicylife.com backslash e-course and register right now. You hit it on um, a beautiful point that we have to bring up is that I don't think that people acknowledge enough that we date at our level of emotional availability. So if you were, if you're dating right now at like a level five, you're more likely going to end up with a level five, not just because you're magnetic and that's what you're going to attract, but also a level five can only, and was willing to deal with a level five, right? If I'm a 10 of my emotional availability, I'm not putting up with the five because we are not equally yoked. So I'm going to pass you up, move on to, and try to find my 10, or at least as close to my 10 of emotional availability as possible so that I can feel satisfied versus the person who is a low level of emotional availability is more likely to be equally yoked with someone who has low level as well. They have less expectations. So oftentimes we wonder like, oh, why do I keep attracting this person? No, boo. Why do you keep choosing that person? I need to do what Tiffany said that she did and really look at self and do some self-reflection so that you can be with a higher level. Maybe you need to do the internal work, raise your level of emotional intelligence, emotional availability, and then you will be able to pick better with discernment who's equally yoked with you. Mm. Just my spicy tip right there. (laughs) I know this is heavy and I know it's a lot, but I'm trying, I'm always trying to help you guys. Um, but talk to me about when your light bulb moment was then when is the awakening, right? Women are always looking for like the aha, when do they get Mm -hmm. over the jerk phase? How did you know, or how do you know right now that you're done with the assholes? Well, it's definitely when you start building your Mm self-esteem and your sense of self becomes stronger and you know, your worth and you know what you deserve, you start repelling them. Mm they don't come around as much anymore because I'm a different Tiffany. I know exactly who I am. I know what I bring to the table and I know what I deserve. And I I think a light bulb moment came at a time where I was with one jerk. I mean, he was aesthetically beautiful. And I think that's what drew me in. And sex was amazing. Like he rocked my world. (laughs) It was, I was so whooped. It wasn't even funny. And he was one of those guys that like to kind of nitpick at you and break you down so that he can kind of keep you Mm. in a place where you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So he slowly started to pick at my self-esteem. He'd be like, you're so beautiful, but you'd be perfect if if you did this or do that. Even though looking back in retrospect, I'm like, oh, if I wasn't perfect, uh, you sure couldn't get enough of me (laughs) like 24 (laughs) seven, like could not. Oh, But I realized that is just a tactic. It's what they do to keep you so you don't run away. And so that did such a damaging effect to my self-esteem at that time and how I felt 
when I got out of that, I eventually left the relationship like, no, 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 I can't do this anymore. Wow. And he was wondering, what, what, you're leaving me? Who's leaving me? Like, yeah, I'm leaving <laughs> The audacity you. for you oh, to get yeah. your shit together. I'm out of here. <laughs> that was my life old moment. I said, I'm never going to let anybody make me feel like that again. Oh, and beautiful. that's kind of where the turn started happening, where I said, yeah, I think we're done with jerks. I think we're, let's, let's get out of, let's get out of this. Good city. girl. People come to me all the time and um, even clients who are going through it, right? Where they're like, help me get out of it. Help me release him. Help me let him go. And, you know, I have my rituals and I have my exercises, but I can often tell early on when someone's really not ready to release because we will continue going back to that person, right? We have to have that moment where we say, just like you did, enough is enough. I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired of being mistreated or not being appreciated or being put down that I know this doesn't serve me anymore and I'm going to walk away, not walking away with the intention of coming back because a lot of us make idle threats, um, really just hoping that the person will chase us or change, but walking away with the intention of not turning back. And I think that's very hard for a lot of people because we have so much hope and desire in our hearts and we want to be, you know, this forgiving person. We want to believe that they change, but nine times out of 10, every time we do that, same person, same person, same shit, different day. Exactly. And he did chase, he did chase as he should. <laughs> but it, okay, but you didn't take him back. <laughs> his ego. I'm shocked with his narcissistic ego that he even brought himself to chase anybody. But he did, and I'm proud of myself because I I never went back. I'm no, no good girl. Done. He say all the sweet things. I didn't mean that. And I never went back. Never went back. That was a big turning point. It did not happen overnight. I just want to tell the ladies out there that are dealing with jerks Good, and are yeah. trying to get out of a toxic situation. It didn't just like, it wasn't like a magic wand. And I'm fine. I'm done with them. I'm not interested <laughs> anymore at all. I'm a fully realized person. No, it took some time. I had to really work hard at it. But you, if you really want to, you can get out of the jerk phase. <laughs> okay. So then that leads me to the next one then, because now you're going to give your testimony. If you've always been attracted to jerks, how do you then like the good guy, right? Because this is, has to be a conscious decision that you make. I'm not going to date jerks anymore, but how do you evoke the emotions that you're looking for? I want to hear in your experience, or even if you've had it yet, where good guys are starting to look a lot better to you. It's really about opening your heart to the possibility of somebody that you may have never seen coming and I'm still working on that. <laughs> Thank you for your uh, honesty and transparency. <laughs> yes. Like for me, I'm like, well, I have to be attractive. And, and I'm thinking, okay, Tiffany, are good guys not attractive? But what I've noticed with the men that I didn't, wasn't all that interested in, what they lacked that the jerks had was the confidence, mm. was that alpha confidence that most women are drawn to and yeah. attracted to. Uh, sensitivity is good. It's good that you're tapped into that. That's wonderful. But in the courting phase, when they put it all out on the table, like on the second date, practically mm -hmm. professing their love to you, yeah, it's a turnoff. It reeks of desperation. So uh, for me, I have to find some, uh, the key for me is to find someone who has that confidence and is the man, man that I want, the alpha man but they're also a wonderful person. How do they treat their family? How do they treat their friends? How do they treat the waiter at the restaurant? Good girl. And eventually I know that that type of person 
I won't say grow, will grow on me. That's an instant attraction. And I have been instantly attracted to good men. So that's good. I realize I'm getting to a, a different place of my life, but my <laughs> good guys is be confident, know your worth. Uh, don't, don't go around with the good guys always finish last theory because you're re it's, everywhere it's permeating all your potential relationships women that you want to talk to you know who you are just like women need to know who they are to get the man that they want to get the woman you want and be late get out of this the good guy nice guy category yes switch it up take you take are hitting it on the money i think that we've we us as women have shown so much love to the bad boys that good guys are like okay i tap out or um they get a chip on their shoulder and they're like all women suck. They're all after the same thing. You know, they don't appreciate a good guy. Therefore, I'm going to turn into a bad guy. But as women, we understand and acknowledge and can realize when someone's not being their authentic self. Like we know when a guy is faking it till he makes it. Or um, if we're, you know, if we're, if we're tapped in and we're in touch with our intuition, then we're able to feel when he's not presenting um, from a, a tr his truth. And so whether he's a good guy trying to pretend to be a jerk, that doesn't work. My suggestion in support of what Tiffany just said is that you good guys out there keep running your race, keep staying in your lane of being a good dude. Us women will come to the realization of all of the things that make you wonderful, that you are husband material, that you honor and cherish and respect us. And we rise to the occasion and value those things versus you devaluing those things and now changing and transforming to try to be this person who you're not. Because at the end of the day, we don't, and we, the jerks don't choose us. They don't settle down. We don't marry them. We wind up marrying the good guys. So you're always going to win the race and, you know, be in a starting position and, you know, finish first, not last when you stay true to who you are. And that goes for, you know, us as women as well. You know, we're, we're, we're fighting against ourselves when, we're trying to like rationalize why we should be with the bad boy when honestly we just have a problem learning to love what's good for us mm. because we've been used to eating poorly for so bad that when vegetables are put in front of us, we don't realize like, oh, these are actually the healthier um, choice right here. <laughs> we have to like acquire our taste for the veggies. We love the candy. The candy looks good. It tastes good. It's fun. It makes us feel good. But vegetables are actually what serves us uh, from a growth standpoint. And I'm saying the good guys are the vegetables <laughs> and the bad boys are the candy. Are you understanding? Are you tracking with me on my analogy, Tiff? <laughs> totally. 100%. I love that you've been using food. You're making me hungry right now. Between the pizza, <laughs> the vegetables, and the candy. I'm like, I'm hungry. When's lunch? <laughs> I know, I know. I use I use food often. You will see, even in my my e course, I use food often. Um, but that's because it resonates with people. Like we have to yeah. understand. Um, and and I know sometimes I speak very high level, so I try to make it as simplistic as possible. But I think what you are experiencing in your own personal testimony, people see you and they're like, oh my god, she's beautiful, she's successful, um, and she likes jerks too. Like, oh, okay, I can relate to that. You know, uh, I'm not alone out here with you know what I've been attracted to but then they also get hope from seeing you Tiff that they can get out of this phase that it does exist and that you yourself will be a testimony um as soon as you you know decide to go dating full throttle back on this market <laughs> as soon as you you know put yourself back out there and you put yourself out there <laughs> I will 
because I'm like, I know I reached out to you before to try to set you up and you're like, ah, I'm not really dating. I'm not really ready. I'm like, okay, I'm going to send someone well, your way when you're ready. It's like, when are you going to be ready? To be ready? No, 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 <laughs> right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, come on now. I got, I got, I got someone for you. Um, no, but as we speak, I'm ready I'm now. Doing, yeah. I'm like, I'm doing my way. Do you have someone I think in mind for you? So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I will, I will. Let me get, let me get your, um, your, your, your pizza. Uh, we got to do the pizza exercise first. Um, and for those who don't understand, let me recap it really quick. Your pizza is your crust, your sauce, your toppings. Okay. The crust is the five things that you need in order for this person to be a good person. They're not in a relationship with you. You just classify him as a good person, Tiff. So what are the five things that you need in order for someone to be a good person? Say those five things for me. Okay. Kindness. Okay. Uh, integrity. Okay. Uh, emotionally available. Okay. Emotionally, yep. That's three. Uh, affectionate. It's four. Generous. Generous is five. And oh, so, okay. There we go. <laughs> did you have yeah. one more i'll give you one more for a bonus if you had one more in mind yeah that i think that's that's perfect good. okay oh, so oh, that oh, yeah. Yeah. you have another one six pack abs okay we're not no. there <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> look and this is what y'all ladies be doing okay so tiffany just gave us the five <gasps> things that she needs for a good foundation in a relationship with someone who she does not have a relationship with she's just saying in order to say that this person is a good person I can't even know them, okay? Unless they have these five things. I will not think that this person is a good person. So that's the crust, okay? She's not in relationship with this person, just a good foundation. The second layer of a pizza is the sauce, okay? The sauce is how they treat you. So now you get to tell me, how does he make you feel? How does he treat you in order for you to now date him? Now I've introduced you to him. I'm like, Tiffany, I have this good guy. He met your five crust needs. Now's the sauce. What are the five things that you need in order to engage with him and entertain him and consider a relationship? Talk to me about how he treats you. Okay, well, I hope all your single male listeners are paying attention. <laughs> I'm um, sure they are. <laughs> sense of humor, they gotta make me laugh. Okay, make you that's laugh. A, that's a big one. Okay. Uh, laughter, uh, re respect, treat respect. respect. Okay. Like, a, you know, like the queen that I am yes. uh, with, uh, love, lo loving, kindness, and affection. Like they're affectionate with me and loving. You already put and that on your crest. Did okay. Uh, <laughs> protective, protective. Okay, protective. We have three. Supportive. Okay, so supporting others and things that I do. Okay, beautiful. And uh, let's see, let's see. You get one more sauce. One more, one more treatment. With. Uh, love love I already said love yep affection. you already you said affection in your crest so like love is um a, a different definition that everybody has right everybody has their own definition of love I'm talking about key identifiers of how this person treats you behaviorally they make me feel safe they make me feel safe. safe you said protective already secure like secure in the relationship as in okay you so know, secure. I'm not, I'm not worried about them. Running okay. Protective is different than secure. Um, sure. Two different things. So we're going to go with that. So Tiffany has her five things that she needs for her sauce, her five things that she needs for her crust. Now is the part that you've been wanting to get to that every woman always starts off with, but it should be the last part, which is the toppings. This I don't is know what physical, you're talking about. <laughs> this is the physical attributes on what you need in order to be sexually attracted to him. So give me those five things. This is going to sound mad superficial right now, but that's go okay. ahead. Well, I like them to be fit, have a uh, nice fit. Pecs. That's one. Pecs are very hot to me. Like the 
big upper body. See, even she's getting excited. <laughs> um, nice full lips. Full lips. Smile, great smile. Smile. Um, and you get nice, two more. A nice member, a nice part of the male anatomy. Can a I big dick. Okay. A good one. A good one. Okay. She um, put a big dick on there. Go ahead. Well, What's the last know, thing? Not even, doesn't, not too big, not crazy. Okay. So, like a nice size. Well endowed, and, gifted. Woo, I'm blushing. I think I might be getting a homicide. <laughs> and let's see what else, what else? Um, you know, abs, abs. Okay. So that's five things. Okay. Those five things you need in order to be sexually attracted to him. Oh, and not protruded abs that are like, you know, beer belly. I'm talking about like you know, these <laughs> fit abs. I just need to clarify that in case anybody was like, in oh, In case I there's any listeners. <laughs> He's like, I got abs underneath my fat. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> like that quarantine 15, man. Mine's a quarantine 20, yeah. okay? Um, but when it comes to the toppings, we always wind up as women choosing toppings first especially with dating apps and you know physical aesthetics seeing someone in person we always as women and men go toppings sauce crust the problem with that though is that we should be going crust sauce toppings right what is this person's character who are they how do they treat us and then how do they look so i want you now that you have your pizza because every woman should have her pizza every woman should know what are the five things that his character needs in order to be a good person? What are the five things that I need in order for treatment? And what are the five things that I need for physical attraction? I'm telling you right now, if you're dating without your pizza, it's making it a lot harder, okay? But also, if you're dating going topping sauce crust, it's making it a lot harder. You should be getting to know who that person is because the thing that you're leading with, the toppings, Tiff, those things you can fix, okay? If you don't have abs, we can get them. If you don't have nice teeth, Invisalign. We can't necessarily make him full lips, but us women have the advantage of um, doing that, but men not so much. But um, when it comes to the physical things, we can sacrifice the physical. If you're telling me that a man came at you with the crust and the sauce and he was fit, but he didn't have full lips, you're going to pass up on him? Absolutely. No, no, no you are kidding. not. <laughs> I get it, I get it. Don't be lying. <laughs> the toppings are negotiable. So it makes it a lot easier when you're navigating in the dating world of understanding like who he has to be, how he has to treat you. And then last, how he has to look. Okay. We can change his wardrobe up ladies. We can change his cologne. We can change a majority of the things. Um, even, even height, we can't necessarily make him taller, but we can put him in some boots if that's one of your requirements. If he's not well endowed, okay, look, we could teach him how to move, you know, the motion in the ocean. Like there's things that we can do when it comes to the toppings that we can negotiate. But when it comes to the sauce and crust, if you tell me you're dating someone who doesn't have your full sauce and crust, we have a freaking problem. And you cannot go on with that person because one, you won't respect them. Two, you won't get your needs met. And three, all you will have is the toppings, but you're never full off of the toppings. Mm. So, <laughs> I know I get on my tangents. I'm like, I'm trying to help these yes. folks out here, but Tip, this is going to help you as well. Because if I send someone your way, I need to know whether he's your pizza or not. Right? right. Now that you can identify that now, when you're going out there in the dating market, you'll be able to clearly identify whether he has these things and the things that you listed, boo, those things did not sound like a jerk to me. Exactly. True. Those sound like a great guy. Yes. And everybody Where has their different he? things. <laughs> well, now you know what we're looking Where for. That makes my it unicorn? Clear. It makes it clear to identify what, you know, who is that and who's not. When we're just like aimlessly wandering about in this world dating, it makes it a lot harder when you don't know your specifics of what you need 
to, to, to identify that, right? You're either repassing up on the good ones or, you know, gravitating to the ones, you know, that don't serve you. So we're clear on it now. Now we're going to get you dating. <laughs> um, and that, and that will definitely help a lot, but I want you to let everybody know, like when it comes to the, the comedian world, the acting world, what can we look out for, for you? What should we be expecting next? I want you to bring your show back. Um, Cause that was absolutely entertaining. Um, let me, let, let us all know where we can expect from you. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on. This has been awesome. And I'm always learning from you, Spicy. <laughs> I hope everybody else out there is learning from her because she knows what she's talking about. Uh, right now, my, my podcast, Self-Deprecated, is available on all podcast platforms. And Spicy is going to be on the next episode. So stay tuned. And the show, I think I will bring it back. I am working on bringing the show back at some point. The thing is, I feel like I've transformed so much since I did that show that I'm going to have to revamp it a little bit, but mm. it resonated with so many people yeah. that I'm like, I got to bring this back. I got to bring it back. So, it's I feel like I've been with all those jerks before. <laughs> literally what I heard from every woman who saw that show. Yep. Or I've heard from guys, I've been that jerk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, I definitely want to bring that back and I'm writing a book right now Beautiful. about owning who you are. Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, just staying as busy as I can in this pandemic, I've been birthing a whole bunch of new ideas and they've thankfully come to fruition. And so the main thing is go check out my podcast, rate, review, and listen to Spicy's Yes, the episode I know is blast. <laughs> it is so good. She coaches the hell out of me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember. Did we do the pizza on your episode? I can't even remember. Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we See, did. I'm obsessed with my pizza. Mm -hmm. I do but it like all the time till it's drilled in. It's so, but I was better at it this time. The first time you guys, I didn't, the first two, I didn't know what I wanted from my sauce and my mm -hmm. crust. I was like, a kindness, compassion. Yeah, yeah, this. And then when it got to the physical, I'm like, oh yeah, done. Okay. This, 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 this. It took two seconds, but this time I was ready. I was a little better. Right. Good girl. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so you. proud of you. You did amazing. Okay. So you let everybody know where they can find you on social as well. Where can they reach okay. out to you at? So I'm at, I am Tiffany P on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find my podcast at self-deprecated podcast on IG and my website is it's tiffanyphillips.com. Beautiful. And you guys can always play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at <laughs> spicy Madi. You guys can go to the spicylife.com. Make sure that you click and subscribe. Also share this episode with a friend. And if you have a chance, check out the spicy life e-course. Uh, it's definitely a six week curriculum. That's going to get you prepared for your purpose mate, where I coach you on weekly sessions, giving you guys all of the relationship advice. It's going to help you accelerate your growth and be more magnetic in this dating world. And there you guys have it. You have just been spiced. The Spicy Life.